Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. I love heritage, I love history, I like to ponder things, I like to think about what men and women before us, how they stood, how they believed, when you see how the miracle power of God has worked. Church history is so full of God bursting onto the scene in people's lives. And uh, in Mark chapter 16, we know these verses very familiar to us about what we would call the Great Commission. But I'd like you to read them with me again here in verse 15. And he said to them, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He who believes and is baptized will be saved, but he who does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will follow those who believe. Believe in what? Believe in Jesus. Those people who believe in the miracle power of God. In my name, they will cast out demons, they will speak with new tongues, they will take up serpents, and if they drink anything deadly, it will by no means hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick, and they will recover. And so after the Lord had spoken to them, he was received up into heaven and sat down at the right hand of God. And they went out and preached everywhere, the Lord working with them and confirming the word through the accompanying signs, amen. Now, verse 20, when it speaks here and it says, and they went out and preached everywhere. But I love how the detail comes up here, the Lord working with them and confirming the word through the accompanying signs. The Lord working with them. Would you say that with me? The Lord working with them. There are so many good things that are out there, even godly things that are out there. But we must know that everything we do and the timing and all the other things that are tied into it here, we need to be working with God and we need to make sure his plan is truly our plan. Well, we've got to make sure that it's a connection that happens. Sometimes even when you think about our country, we talk about the president and the people that are out in Congress, and we call them our leaders. But when you think about our Constitution, our Constitution says we are the leaders. They all work for us. And yet we call them the leaders. They're in the tough spot. They, they have to make decisions that uh, sometimes none of us ever know about until they're out of the White House or out of uh, Congress. And we hear about things later on. But when you think about that and how our country was formed and put together, much of the example of what we do and how we do in this nation was based off of the word of God. 
So in the Old Testament, we know those scriptures that speak out about how we, when we pray, if my people which are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray, then God does something. We have to know that even though people may have leadership roles that are out there, let us never forget that the true leadership in the body of Christ and in this nation rests in the hands of the people. Rests in the hands of the people. Because why? We are committed to God for his leadership. And if you want to think about how terminology would be used, there is a theocracy there. We choose to have no king but King Jesus. We choose to declare that God is who God says he is. Now, we relate to people that we would see in leadership. We respect the police officer who's in his car. We respect those that would be driving ambulances or those in the fire department. We respect mayors. We respect governors. We respect presidents. Uh, we respect people in the fivefold ministry. There's a place of that respect that's there. But we have to remember that people only do all that they possibly can do because the people of God pray over them and keep them surrounded in prayer. When you pray for us as a church and you pray for me, one of the things I love to think about is when you lift me up in prayer, you're praying that God would work through me and speak through me. That gives me an encouragement to know that every time I study the word, people are believing for me to get insight and to hear from heaven. It's not to be a good speaker. It's not to have any of these other things, but it's to make sure that there is a yieldedness in my heart to be able to speak out what God is saying and to do it when he is saying it. How not just to be moved by emotion or feeling or anger or anything else like this, but to be speaking out in love. Boy, that, that's very important. Sometimes I can speak out, but I'm not hearing from God. The other night I had a, a, a moment like that. Here after church on Sunday, uh, people were taking pictures and doing things with Mother's Day and there was some great shots some of you put up on Facebook out here. But one of the pictures that was out was Tereni in a picture and Megan was on one side, Heather was on the other side. And what a good shot of friends together. And underneath one of the comments that was underneath the picture was a friend of Tereni's that wrote in there and said, hey man, uh, I'm, I can't even say the right words for it. Uh, make sure you don't bring white home with you. Man, I wanted to write underneath that and say, what is this? Are you a racist? But I wanted to be angry about it. See, we hear about racism all the time from white people towards black people. But here was somebody who was black speaking about two friends being together. And it was like one of those moments that I thought, I want to do this, I want to write. And then I thought, no, 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 that's not my place. This is Tereni's place. This is his friend. He can deal with it. And he wrote underneath something, and he very aptly put it in place to his buddy. What are you going to do about it? Isn't it weird how we still, as a people, have things that go on around us all the time that try to pull us back into old issues? It's just like the devil. The devil wants to pull us back into all kinds of antiquated ideas. The devil wants to pull us back into old things of religion and tradition instead of hungering and thirsting for God. 
because God's always in the now, then when you think about it, we always need to be ready for something new from God. Nothing wrong with heritage, nothing wrong with the traditions that we hold dear, and we thank God for those moments together. But God has something special in store for you and I tomorrow, just like he has something in store for us today. Maybe you've already seen it. Maybe you've already known what's going on and said, oh, this God orchestrated my day today. I got to tell you, we've got to be sensitive to the Lord and we've got to be working his plan because even in our righteous uh, indignation, it may not be a God plan. It may just be us. Hmm. It was at that moment I wanted to say, what are you saying about my daughters? I am their father. What are you saying about this young man? I've seen him since he was a little boy. He's not only my drummer. I love him. I would do anything. And you want to do what? Oh, see, all those things come up, and it was just like... <sighs> I, I, I was having a Darth Vader moment. I wanted to breathe like that. Sometimes we look and say, look what this church is doing. Look what that church is doing. Look at this. Oh, if we just had a van, if we just had buses, if we just had this, if we just had that, if somebody could do that, if somebody could do that, all wonderful things, but what is God saying to us? What is he saying to you? And when we think about this, it's not just about the Great Commission here. It tells us that power happens when we are in the God plan. Power happened as they went out. They went out in the Lord preaching everywhere. You can't say anything wrong about that. Everywhere you go, you're a witness for God. But working with them, the Lord was working with them and confirming the word through the accompanying sign. Now, if we're going to speak the word out there, we want the accompanying signs to go along with it. We want to know that we have a heavenly father who works with us, who is constantly dropping ideas inside of us, and that we're not just talking a fairy tale. We know that the word works. That, that means we need some testimonies. That means we need to make sure that the word has worked for us. So when you think about it, well, pastor, what about new Christians? You know what? They get their testimony as they go along. But you and I as believers, we should have moments that we can be able to say at the drop of the hat, God did this, God did that, God did this, God did that. Instead of ever just sitting back, and I'll never forget running into someone years ago when we were trying to do witnessing and, and met this person, and we were trying to share with them and asking what the Lord was saying to them, and they looked at us, and there was a couple of us together with them, and, and the Lord, thinking about their look, they looked at me and said, well... I don't hear from God. And I said, don't you read your Bible? Well, yeah, I do from time to time, but, you know, I don't hear from God. And I had such burning inside my heart. I looked at him and said, when you read the Bible, you're hearing from God. That's God breathed. That's the word. And it was almost like a light bulb went off in their head because they had said that it had been like 15 years since the last time they heard from God. You know, that gets discouraging when you don't feel like you have a contact with the Father. Same thing like with other people. You know, you lose contact with folks, and then sometimes you feel disconnected. There has to be a connection that goes on there. 
as soon as they got that revelation that every time they read their Bible, they're hearing from God, it was just like you breathe life into them and said, well, yeah, you know, because I believe what it says. I've just not, man alive, hallelujah for reading the Word of God. The Word of God is the will of God. Thank God for the gifts of the Spirit. We love the nine gifts of the Spirit. They're fantastic. But we also have to know that when we read our Bibles, God is confirming His Word to us. And there's that knowing in your spirit to go, oh, yeah, I get it. I get it. Hallelujah. We can get it. The power happened. The key here is you need to believe in signs and wonders, and you must have faith. You need to believe in signs and wonders, and you must have faith. Well, but I've not seen a miracle in my life, you know. I've seen these things happen. Okay, then let's start believing for a miracle for you. Surely there is something in your life that you've brushed off. Now, here's what I mean. We all have a brush-off list. Okay, we prayed about it for two months, and nothing happened, so we just let it go. I'm going to ask you tonight, when you pray, whether here or tonight before you go to bed, whatever your habit is, to be able to say, okay, God, is there anything that I left off that I should have pressed in on? Even just one thing. I bet you you'll have more than one. Because sometimes we get discouraged if we don't see something right away. But other times we faithfully stay after it. We pray about something. We really go in. It's time for miracle signs and wonders to happen. It's time for this fresh move of the Spirit of God that is beginning to sweep throughout our land. It's time for that to happen within our hearts. And you, hallelujah, you are the people who are going to pray it in. You're going to pray it through because you're believers in Jesus Christ. Now, hear me out because I, I don't want to be misquoted on this because there are other mature believers within our church. Okay? But you come out in the middle of the week when you have other things going on that could grab your attention or could be very important to you. You make a specific choice and an effort to say, I'm going to be in church on Wednesday night. That tells me right there that you are determined to grow in your faith with God. Now, there's other people that can't be for a myriad of reasons. We're not putting any of them down. You all hear me on that? But I want you to understand, you are part of the people that are in every congregation that do the extra, that want something more from God. You're going to be part of the people that are praying in this move of God to flow through this community. You are part of the answer. Never think you have a small part. Hallelujah. And yet maybe nobody will ever know your name. That's okay. God does. And the angels do. Oh, my goodness, that's my guy. I'm his angel. Huh, he's always working us. Speaking the word over here, confessing this, doing that. Man, what's wrong with you guys? Why are you sitting on the bench? You need a guy like I have. Wouldn't that be something if that was a conversation in heaven? Because the angels of God want to do the work of God. That's what they were created for. Hallelujah. So now you're speaking the word. You're the ones praying through this thing. You are the one who is used by God to believe for miracles, signs, and wonders. Let's look over in 2 Corinthians chapter 5. Let's 
So you've got this holy calling, you've got this anointing that rests on you, that you're hungering and thirsting for God. And now in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, take a look at verse 17. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Now all things are of God, who has reconciled us to himself through Jesus Christ and has given us the ministry of reconciliation. That is, that God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself, not imputing their trespasses to them, and has committed to us the word of reconciliation. I have the ministry of reconciliation. Would you say that with me? I have the ministry of reconciliation. One more time. I have the ministry of reconciliation. (laughs) You ever watch some of these TV shows where they're going in and remodeling houses. I love one of the new terms that they say all the time. They've taken some old junk and now they fix it up and cleaned it and they say we're repurposing this. Hmm. Instead of it going to the junk, instead of it coming down to the oasis, they've cleaned it up, put a little sparkle on it, and now they have repurposed it. Think about that term when you read these words. Therefore, If anyone is in Christ, he is repurposed. Old things have passed away. Behold, the dirtiness of that object is now cleansed. Behold, all things have become new. It has been repurposed. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I didn't get thrown out on the junk pile. God repurposed me. God has repurposed you. There may be somebody out there today that is like the Apostle Paul. They're famous in the music industry, an actor, political. They may be famous for whatever reason. They've sold Wheaties to somebody. I I don't know. Now, think about this one. What would happen if Bruce Jenner had a God experience in his life? Everybody's thought he's cuckoo, wanting to talk about being this woman trapped in a man's body. What would happen if Bruce Jenner was repurposed? What would happen if he had a God encounter that he got rid of the other junk and trappings out of there and said, I have seen the light? But pastor, he was married to that Kardashian woman, right? And how did the Kardashians all make their money? Their husband, her first husband, was the lawyer with O.J. Simpson. Think about that one. But think about all the weird connections that are out there. And somehow O.J. and all these other things are tied into the story that's wrapped up with Bruce Jenner. What would happen if he had a Damascus Road experience? Paul was killing Christians. He was doing his uh, part for God. He was pulling them out in the streets, killing them, doing everything he could to get rid of them because he was on a mission from God. Praise the Lord. Thank God the Lord got a hold of Saul and he became Paul. Wouldn't it be something? What's Bruce Jenner's girl name? I don't even know. I can't think of it here. Caitlin. What if Caitlin went back to Bruce and then he stood up and said, I am Bruce. 
there's nothing sissy about me. God changed my life. Oh, hallelujah. He was repurposed. Your words are going to speak to someone out there that is like that. Your words are going to speak to someone who God will grab their heart and a holy calling will come upon them and they be, may be the next person to come along and pioneer a church. They may be the next missionary that will go out on the foreign field and do the work of God. They may just be, are you seeing it? Are you catching it? A new creation in Christ. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things become new. Look a little further back in the New Testament through the book of Philippians chapter 4. Oh, the word is so relevant for today where some people blow it off and say, oh, the Bible's so out of touch. <laughs> they haven't read it. They don't know what's there. Philippians chapter 4, take a look at verse 19. Man, this one. Praise the Lord, we stand upon this. Philippians 4, 19. And my God, never forget he's your God. And never forget you're his child. Never let anybody say, well, but this thing has disqualified you. Yeah, but I've never done anything weird like Bruce Jenner. I've never done anything like this one. I've never killed somebody. I've never been on dope. Pastor, I've been saved for a long time. Aren't you glad for the keeping power of God? That you didn't have to go through those things. That trash is all out there in the world. That spirit is out there, but it has not come on you. We have a God who keeps us and watches over us. He's the one who restores all things. And my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. My God shall supply all. My God shall supply all. Would you say that with me? My God shall supply all. One more time. My God shall supply all according to his riches in glory. Hallelujah. By Christ Jesus. Praise the Lord. Spirit of God lives in you. Christ died upon the cross for you. God purposed that he would repurpose you through Jesus Christ. God has a plan that he will work in you to bring miracle signs and wonders around. God has a plan inside of you that is supernatural and powerful and mighty. God has a plan that he will do with the word that you speak out. So never be ashamed to speak out. Never be ashamed to say, that's not right, this is God's plan. Never be ashamed to ever sit back and say, well, I better not be too bold. I want people to like me. Speak the word. Speak the liberating power of God. Speak the anointing of the Lord that changed your life. You all had a moment that you had a Damascus Road experience. You all had a time that you went to an altar or you knelt by your bed or the word that was being spoken to you in the workplace. You sat home and you thought, man, that's it, isn't it? This is it. Share that testimony. God changed my life. And you may be able to say, and it was 30 years ago. It was 40 years ago. God did this in my life 60 years ago. Oh, well, what do you know about today? I know that the power of the blood still works today. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Our God reigns. Don't be thrown off by what you see in the news because Jesus already told you about it. So when you see stuff and you look at it and you shake your head and just think, oh my goodness, how can this be going on? You just remind yourself, oh, Jesus told us. Okay, I'm not shook, but my faith is not moved 
I am moved by my faith. That's where I stand. Now that can be changed. This can be changed. How many of you have already cut your grass this year? Would you raise your hand? All right, if you have grass to cut, okay, there you go. How many of you have not cut your grass since the beginning of spring? Oh, nobody raised your hand. Do you know if you don't cut your grass, it grows taller? Sort of like last week when I looked at you and said, what would we do without mothers? (laughs) We need them. Let's say the obvious here. You don't cut your grass, it keeps growing. And it gets taller and taller. And you can't just take your mower and get started there. Are you kidding? You've got to bale hay after a while. You can't just go out with a pair of scissors and cut the yard. I'll never forget a picture I saw years ago when Desert Storm was first going on. And there was some guys that were sent from the Iowa National Guard unit that were over there. And they had brought with them some Iowa topsoil. And outside of their tent, they had this little trough that was about three foot by six inches, and it was green grass. And they watered it, and they said, we don't have any shortage. Guys that are here all come by and water it with their water bottle, because when you're surrounded by sand, you want to see some green grass from home. How interesting. You know what? I imagine they took care of it because the pictures I saw, everything was manicured. There's no mower that's that size. (laughs) So one of the other pictures showed a guy with a pair of scissors out there cutting the grass. Whoo! How you doing? Man, I just came in from cutting the grass. (laughs) You don't take care of it, it gets out of control. Remember to take care of what God has given you. Don't let the natural things in this world, you know, years ago, it was said to us, if you just do what comes naturally, you'll always do the wrong thing. Because natural thinking is not always going to have any agreement with the things of God. It may look good, it may sound good, it might be reasonable, but is it the plan of God? (coughs) We're going to wrap up our time here tonight with one more scripture, and that is in Mark chapter 8. Mark chapter 8, verse 34. Mark chapter 8, starting at verse 34 through 38. When he had called the people to himself, with his disciples also, he said to them, Whoever desires to come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whoever desires to save his life will lose it, and whoever loses his life for my sake and the gospels will save it. And what will it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his own soul? Or what will a man give in exchange for his soul? For whoever is ashamed of me and my words in this adulterous and sinful generation Of him the Son of Man also will be ashamed when he comes in the glory of his Father with his holy angels. We all make bad choices. We all make things that from time to time 
we're ashamed of or we wish we wouldn't have done. I don't want Jesus to be ashamed of me. I'm thankful for his blood. I'm thankful that he can wash us and make us clean as we repent. But I don't want to do things that he's going to be ashamed of or that will make him look bad. Because he didn't do anything wrong. And yet we're his ambassadors. We're his people. We're his voice that he's put out in the world. Tonight I want to challenge you. I'm not wanting to make you feel bad tonight. I'm wanting you to think about taking up your cross with a moment of humility of thinking about what an honor it is to have God want me to take up my cross the way he took up his. I want to live for him. I want to show his power and his mercy with signs accompanying the Lord working with them as they spoke the word. Let's never just be busy, but let's truly honor God. If you work down at the Oasis, honor God with it. Handle things the way God does. If you work in a classroom with children, if you clean around here, if you greet, if you usher, if you work on the meals, if you reach out to help others in any way, shape, or form, no matter how it all happens, do it truly unto the Lord. Never let it just become a job. Because if you do, you'll get bored with it. What's the big deal? Anybody could do this. But when it's a calling from God, it's nothing you get bored with. It's something that you sit back and you in the awe of taking up your cross and holding it up before the Lord. Say, it's an honor to serve you, sir my God, and my King. Let's get ready to go to prayer. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Honey, can you go ahead and pull up that song, Come into the Holy of Holies, Enter by the Blood of the Lamb. Bless the Lord. You don't have it? Forget it, because time-wise, just come up with something else. Bless the Lord. Join with me in prayer, would you? Let's just pray in the Holy Ghost or pray in English here. I just sense there's something else that's supposed to happen. Fito titato matota ta 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 ta. Blomenahasom pentende de de bususa patata ta ta. Famava, famava, monene combusa. Plico loco sapapa pachapata ta ta ta. Fondato de 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 de. Sonina na ta 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 ta. 
If God's moving through you with his gifts, please feel free to speak out right now. Hallelujah. Yes. <laughs> okay, now I know what we're supposed to do. If you'd all come out of your seats and come down front here and just make a line in front of me. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. And Raymond, I'm going to ask you to stand behind people as I go through. You have a holy commission from the Lord. You have a ministry of reconciliation. And you've maybe taken that on before and known what it is. But uh, I believe with all my heart that tonight as I anoint you with oil... There is a recommitment purposing for each and every one of you that you are anointed to do as an of the Lord to ministry of reconciliation. Hallelujah. Will you pray with me? I'm going to say a prayer and just invite you to repeat it with me right where you are. Heavenly Father, you saved me. You have filled me with your power. And tonight, I receive this repurposing. I receive this commission from you. I have the ministry of reconciliation because I am your child. Now I step out in that ministry. Whatever you have for me, I'm ready to do. Hallelujah. Now just keep thanking him as we pray over you in the name of Jesus. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Thank you, Raymond, for walking behind us. In his name, filled with the power of Almighty God, ministry reconciliation, ministry reconciliation, in the name of Jesus, recommissioning in the name of Jesus Christ, recommissioning in the name of Jesus Christ, recommissioning in the name of Jesus Christ, recommissioning in the name of Jesus Christ. Recommissioning in the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. Mighty, mighty, mighty is the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Recommissioning in the name of Jesus Christ. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord. In the name of Jesus Christ. Recommissioning in the name of Jesus Christ. Reconning in the name of Jesus Christ. The ministry of reconciliation. In the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. 
Hallelujah. 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 Now, both of you guys, would you walk back with Raymond as we continue on and help? In the name of Jesus, reconciliation, ministry, reconditioning, commissioning, and the power of Almighty God in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Recommissioning for the glory of God. Hallelujah. No more shelf. All in for the power of God. All for the glory of Almighty God. Hallelujah. A fresh commissioning in Jesus' name. Fresh commissioning in Jesus' name. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. In the name of Jesus Christ, fresh recommission, 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 repurposing. In the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ, fresh, fresh, fresh move of God. Fresh move of God. Hallelujah. 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 Recommissioning in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Fresh, fresh, fresh recommissioning in Jesus' name. Husana Madon didi basala kadaraba, he sondi mini main didi bondi didi bas over a boat at the bar of a donde, he sada karata de de besha de bendi didi bondi didi as over a bota, rendo do 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 fresh recommissioning, recommissioning, recommissioning in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, recommissioning, recommissioning for the glory of Almighty God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Urabada boson didi ben didi busana moranda. Harekaden didi beshala hosobatobada basore de bente. Ishana maran didi ben didi bosala balata. Osara de benda recommissioning, recommissioning, recommissioning in the name of Jesus. Recommissioning for the glory of Almighty God. Hallelujah. Recommissioning for the glory of Almighty God. O Rabado som manakaran didi be shete tete. E shete tete tebe su tore de basu barabata. E sanamadan didi be shalachachere de bese. New, 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 fresh, fresh flow of the glory of God. Recommissioning in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Ministry of reconciliation for Almighty God. Recommissioning for the glory of Almighty God. Oh, Father, we receive it in the name of Jesus. We receive it in the name of Jesus with signs and wonders accompanying the word that we speak. Shall we shall believe, we shall enter in, we shall experience your glory and God enlisted in your army. 
We are not on the sidelines with this. We will be yielded to you and chase after you with all of our heart. We prepare, we prepare, we prepare for the things of heaven to explode in Jesus' name. Throughout this community, throughout every one of our missions connections, the anointing of God to flow in a way that we have never known it before. Newness, a newness, a newness of the things of heaven. Let it all come. For we give you all the glory, all the praise, and all of the honor. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, our Lord, we pray. And all God's people said, Amen. Amen, amen. Hallelujah. I salute you tonight. You are a part of God's army. I salute you. And the Lord has as he recommissions everything. Man, that's exciting, isn't it? That's exciting to think about what just happened in the spirit realm. Whew, I never want to miss anything with God. Blessed be the Lord. Anybody else have any other word that God gave you while we were praying? All right. Praise the Lord. Go ahead and back to your seats. Hallelujah. Well, praise God. We're going to go ahead and receive our offering this evening. Blessed be the name of the Lord. What a good God. Get ready for there to be just massive increase in your finances also. Get all that God has. He's going to fund it. He's going to take care of it. You're open to him. He's going to use your gifts. And because of that, there has to be increase so that you can fund and take care of every need. Because God has taken care of your every need. He uses you as his hands and feet. Now, Lord, we thank you that as we give tonight... We anxiously give. We anxiously stand upon the word and the promise, and we believe now for great increase in every household here tonight. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. amen. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.